It might get loud. It might light a fire within you. It's all hands on deck. Now, for your listening pleasure, 94.9 News Now presents Mean Chet Martin, the Long Island redneck Brian Bro, and fearless C.V. Burton. This is Freedom on Deck. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to Freedom on Deck on 94.9 News Now. And stimulating talk here in 2022, we have the Long Island redneck himself, Mr. Brian Bro. Hey, it's good to be back on the air. And the fearless one, of course, Mr. C.V. Burton. Hey, cats. Hey. Happy New Year, guys. <laughs> I feel like we haven't been on uh, the, the airwaves in about a month. And so we haven't. We, so we haven't, and I'm sorry to all the listeners out there. We had the two holidays, and the week before, um, there was a shutdown in studio. I'm not going to get much more deep into that. But today we have an awesome show scheduled. We have Alex Newman from The New American coming on. Uh, Swoop's coming on with us as well. And we also have Reggie Littlejohn. She'll be coming on the sandwich in between the two other guests. And uh, I had kind of a, a wild last week and a half. I did get COVID along with many of my family members, including the folks on the other side, Nicole's side, which is my baby mama, and they got it pretty bad as well. Uh, it is still technically in me. I still feel very lethargic, a lot of aches, and just not there. Um, so, But what I understand, guys, is a lot of people are getting it right now. But I'll tell you, Brian, I didn't get it any worse than any of the people that were vaccinated. That's my evidence for me. Well, I mean, hey, if you look at the numbers coming out of Israel and the UK, uh, the hospitalizations are a majority of them. I think it's 70 percent in Israel is fully vaccinated. And and that's coming from a a country who is like 90% fully vaccinated uh, right. their population. So that's crazy. Yeah, and, and there's crazy stuff going along in Australia too. I was reading some of that uh, with what everybody coming down with COVID and, and the vaccines, and I'm sure we'll talk about that as well. So let's start up with this right now, guys. Radio host John Fredericks was on with Steve Bannon, which is uh, CV's favorite shown on his war room back in September, discussing developments in Georgia. And Frederick's investigations uh, have video of 240 leftist operatives he called ballot traffickers dumping tens of thousands of ballots into drop boxes in the middle of the night in locations across Georgia. Uh, the video, um, I'm sure we can provide on our site. It's, it's pretty easy to find right now reading outside of the Gateway Pundit. Uh, CV, there's just more evidence that this thing was rigged. And at this point, man, I feel like I feel like nothing's ever going to move forward. I feel like the media controls the arm of uh, of the the thought process going on in this country. Unfortunately, everybody wants to talk about January 6th as some kind of terrorist attack by right wing radicals when we had a presidential election that was totally rigged. And that's why things like that happened in the first place. But uh, it just shows me more and more that Joe Biden uh, was put in place by globalist scumbags. Well, I'm more of an optimist than you are. I, um, I think we have to be or else why get out of bed in the morning? 
I mean, you ha- you have to have something to look forward to. You have to keep fighting. You can't just crawl into a rock and die. Right. And uh, what's interesting about this is that the video shows 200, the video is a plural, I should say, show like 240 operatives dumping thousands of ballots and drop boxes all around Georgia in the middle of the night. And that's supposed to prove ballot harvesting, which is illegal in Georgia. But that's not even the half of it. The illegality of it would stop there if it were just ballot harvesting. But we know the ballots that were harvested and stuffed into those boxes were fraudulently manufactured. Yep. Or else where the heck did they come from? You know, people weren't just mailing them in. They were coming they were they were being picked up and dropped off from somewhere. There's a you know that's a thousand times worse. And um you know, this has been pointed out to the uh, Secretary of State in Georgia, Brad Ratshitberger, and he didn't do he didn't lift a pinky about it, but now he can't ignore it because it's uh now we got a a whistleblower who's now naming names saying that he was paid thousands of dollars and that's only in Georgia but they've all, they also have videotape in all the other key swing states uh like uh, a couple hundred in each state dropping off thousands of ballots in the middle of the night in November of 2020 yeah, you know, Brian, this is it's a good point by by CV. It's more than just ballot harvesting. Obviously, uh, they're creating these ballots and they're creating these votes in order to get Trump out of office. And um, this is just one example of many. He's right. There's there's video evidence. There's concrete evidence in every swing state that that they cheated. Yet uh, you don't hear much about it. That's you know, it's sad. It shows like ours. And um, some of the shows out there on AON, and and you might hear about it in little dribs and drabs, but you don't hear about it enough. No. Well, listen, you can bet yesterday's paycheck that if they were stuffing those ballot boxes with Biden votes, they were also pulling votes out of those boxes under the cover of darkness as well. You know it. I know it. We found ballots that were um, for Trump that were thrown in, you know, alleyways and roadsides and trash cans and dumpsters and all types of stuff. Um, so it's it's not so much for for me. I mean, I don't know about the, the, the average American. For me, it's not so much of whether there was fraud because we know with the evidence that fraud clearly happened. Mm-hmm. What worries me is that we have a DOJ that's doing nothing about it. We have a Supreme Court that's doing nothing about it. We have a uh, Congress full of people that are doing nothing about it, a Senate full of people doing nothing about it. That's what concerns me. We have a rogue government in the United States. Yeah, a rogue government that was obviously set up far before uh, Donald Trump ever got into office, and I think they were set up for these reasons. CV, the biggest thing that they wanted to do was stop Donald Trump from a second term because what he was instituting were great America first policies when obviously you have these communists that are out there. And the only reason they wanted to take Donald Trump out is because he wouldn't play nice like Jeb Bush, Barack Obama, uh, John McCain, the list goes on and on of globalist scum. And uh, President Trump was the the medicine for that globalization of the United States. And that's why they they went to these extremes. I know. And uh, the Chicom virus was created as part of that scheme because they used that as an excuse to allow 
mail-in ballots from everybody, whether they are uh, able-bodied or not. Yeah. And they, uh, this also this True to Vote organization, they said they have uh, cell phone records or cell ping records of these uh, 240 operatives in Georgia and in other states. Yeah. And and that reminds me that someone should do a, a FOIA request of the NSA to show what they got. You know, they could redact names, at least for now. And uh, I think that would be even-handed. I don't see why not. The NSA is weaponized against patriots all the time. Oh, I, I absolutely agree with you 110%. But, Brian, they're just they're continuing to beat the war drum of January 6th, the insurrection. And, um, you know, the folks that are supposed to be on our side, we find out, are not. We're going to be talking about that in the next topic. But we don't have too many people that are standing up for the right thing. No, absolutely not. And, you know, you got to love all these politicians drawing comparisons between January 6th and 9-11. The only thing similar to January 6th and 9-11 is the fact that both of them were inside jobs. Yep. It's that sick. you can be sure yep. of. You know, so uh, yeah. so so. I don't really take any stock in these politicians that are that are running their mouths and saying these things. And the next politician that we're going to be talking about, that guy I have written off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And we are going to be talking about him next. If anybody knows uh, the story with Ted Cruz and he's backtracking on his claim that January 6th was a violent terrorist attack. It, it's hard to hear it because I always had such uh, admiration for him. The more and more that you see a lot of these folks that you thought were, when push came to shove, would do the right thing, they end up doing the direct opposite, CV. Yeah, and uh, we're out of practice here. How are we doing anyway? We haven't been on for like a month. You sound great. <laughs> you, sound, you sound fantastic. That part really sounded awesome. All right. <laughs> Listen, we'll come back. We're talking more about this situation with Ted Cruz and obviously we're not happy about it but we're going to we're going to hammer out what happened and why he's apologizing in case you don't know this is Freedom on Deck on 949 News now and stimulating talk Deck 94.9 News Now and Stimulating Talk for a show of 22. And a uh, little bit that we have to talk about right now is uh, Senator Ted Cruz. Me and uh, Brian know Ted Cruz very well. Actually, we were supporters of his. Actually, I had donated to his campaign in 2015 prior to jumping off and hitching my wagon to Donald J. Trump, which I did over a, a certain issue. But this issue's far more. Reading from Breitbart, throughout the day on Thursday, Ted Cruz had been the target 
uh, of backlash for comments he made during a Senate Rules Committee hearing about the security lapses believed to have occurred at the U.S. Capitol that led to the situation on January 6, 2021. Cruz had said that the, en- the event was a violent terrorist attack in which he had to later go on with Fox News Channel's Tucker Carlson uh, on Thursday night. Cruz answered for those comments, calling them sloppy and dumb. All right. Um, so the, I've got the quotes from Carlson. I got the quotes from Cruz. I think you guys have, have heard them. Our listeners have probably heard all of that, too. Here's the fact of the matter is Ted Cruz folded... He uh, is a everyday politician. He's no different than a Bush or a Clinton, uh, which is sad because we need more people that seem to portray themselves as conservatives to actually be conservatives. But when you're calling the people on January 6th uh, terrorists, first of all, it would it would help to clarify who exactly you're talking about, which he didn't do. Uh, when we're talking about people that are coming through in a single file with nylon velvet ropes leading them into the Capitol building, I think that's kind of hard to imagine Al Qaeda coming in in single file and walk walking through these uh, these velvet ropes. But yeah. Brian, the the more frustrating thing for me here is. Uh, for the most part, you and CV were there. Everybody attending th- that, uh, if you want to call it an event, I'll call it an event, call it a protest is what I would call it, were, were there simply to support Donald J. Trump and, and to wave the flag and to be proud of being an American and standing up for what was right. And they've turned this whole thing against us. Of course, we knew the media was going to do it. But when when senators and sitting politicians like Ted Cruz come out and say the same damn thing that you would hear on the Young Turks, we have an issue. Oh, (laughs) let's be let's, you know, go back, rewind the clock for a second. You know, Ted Cruz on January 6th is the same guy that was standing up on January 6th. Uh, in protest of the delegates being counted. Remember that? Yep. Remember? He yes. objected. He yes. was one of the ones to object. We we all remember that, right? Correct. So, yes. so it just funny how one year to the day later, he's calling it a terrorist attack. So you were standing up for a terrorist attack. You were there that day, uh, Ted. Uh, um, You were in the halls of Congress that day and in the Senate. Um, Why why would you be standing up in protest um, if there was a terrorist attack happening outside? You know, and not only exactly. And not only that, but Ted, if it's a terrorist attack, Ted, um, all the videos of the Capitol Police letting people in, leading them in, passing pipes behind them. They were grabbing pipes and passing it to people behind them. There's video of the Capitol Police doing that. So were the Capitol Police the terrorists, too? Well, that's the argument he made in CV with Ted Cruz is saying that uh, the police were attacked that day. We know that there was a shooting from this woman. We know that supposedly there were suicides by three of the police, which is uh, uh, really, really been swept under the rug. And I think that's pathetic. But um, 
There was absolutely no reason for Ted Cruz to come out and say this, aside from maybe wanting to be more cushy-cushy inside the Biden administration and with the Democrats. I think he's gearing up to run again in 2024. And so he's trying to position himself as being the more sober, uh, rational adult in the room, as opposed to Trump and his supporters who are lunatic fringe uh terrorists yeah i think i think he's trying to paint himself like that because i think he's going to run again so once again you know even though he made friends with trump after the uh the primaries and after trump became president they seem to be friends it seems like they're going to be enemies again and run against each other it might be i mean that's possible he shot I think, I, but he really hurt himself with this one man I, oh I yeah he did and i also think it's peculiar how uh people like him and 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 the left keep calling the the january 6 protests uh an insurrection and a a violent terrorist attack uh someone explained to me how you can have an insurrection and a violent terrorist attack with no weapons not even a baseball bat was recovered. And the, and the only ones killed, as you mentioned, were women on our side, unarmed women. And what did they do to deserve to be beaten to death or shot? Did they threaten, I'll scratch your eyes out? Is that is that it? Is that the big terrorist I move? I don't know. I know that the big terrorist move coming from the left was to disguise themselves amongst the crowd, Brian. And I think that's kind of been exposed too, but... Um, it's just, it's, it's frightening to see that the narrative has been twisted and that they, we have people that were willing to, to stand up at that time that have now switched it around. As you said, Ted, Ted Cruz was, uh, fighting back against those, uh, delegates. And now he's standing up and saying, well, actually it was a terrorist attack, uh, by fringe radical, uh, right wingers, which is scary. Well, <laughs> Ted, those uh, fringed radical right wingers are the ones that aren't going to be voting for you. So yeah. you should probably not run and waste your time and money because all of those people were people who were supporting the president of the United States. They were there to go to that rally and to protest the fraud that they knew happened and that now after a whole year of of investigations and and you know audits and all the stuff it's come out even more clearly that there was fraud yeah so good luck ted you know, and CV, I want to say this too, uh, with alongside with what you were saying and what Brian just said. They had this poll out, or it was running, it was making the circles on social media that there's a certain majority of Americans that think that it's okay to uh, use violence in order to, to basically to turn the turn the country around, to stand up for the country with violence is okay. It, it, listen, guys, that's what we did. That's how we formed this country. I mean, what are you guys missing out there? The folks that are on the, on the left that are 
basically saying, oh my God, these radical right-wingers. No, this isn't radical. These are American patriots that are saying, if the country is, is undercut and if they try to take it from us, then we have to fight back. And I agree with that, CV. Yeah, it's funny how they have a blind eye to Antifa who really do believe in violence to take over the country. Remember that uh, in in uh, in Washington they had this zone. What was it called? Where yes. They, where they this this uh, autonomous yes. zone autonomous, that they took over. Yeah. Yep. And they were burning down police stations. Yes. And uh, taking over uh, state state uh, buildings. Yep. Antifa were doing this, and they were killing police officers all over the place. And they have a total blind eye about that. They don't even remember it. They don't want to remember it. And as far as the January 6th thing is concerned, who attacked the police officers? Were, were any charged for that? If so, uh, when is the trial? I mean, That's have right. you, Chet, or Brian ever seen the video no. of Trump supporters at the protest attacking police officers? I, I, I no. mean, I have not. It doesn't and exist. I, ha- I have seen the police officers attacking the protesters with batons and clubs and things and tear gas and two unarmed women were killed that i saw all right we got it we got to run real quick alex newman's on the line so we're coming back with him next on freedom on deck don't go anywhere Stimulating talk with us right now is a true fan favorite to our listeners, although it's been a little while since he's been on the show. He's an award-winning international journalist, head editor for the New American Magazine, one of my favorites, their foreign correspondent as well, a contributor to so many other publications, including the Epic Times and World Net Daily, and CEO of Liberty Sentinel. I'm talking about the one and only Mr. Alex Newman. Alex, it's great to have you back, man. Hey, it's great to be with you. Thank you so much, Chet. You're so busy. I've been trying to keep up with everything. There's a lot to discuss with everything you have for you out there. And um, I just kind of wanted to get in this great book that I saw when I went on to thenewamerican.com. And it's called Trump World. Now, it's called a bookazine. And from from what I see, any of the readers that go on can get a 25% discount right from newamerican.com or from jbs.org. What is this bookazine about? Uh, Obviously, it's about Donald Trump. I just kind of want to get an idea for our listeners what they can expect from this bookazine. Well, uh, thank you for the opportunity to come on and talk about this. So uh, it's a uh, collector's edition. It's kind of a special issue, but it's more than that of the magazine. Um, And and it's focused, of course, on Donald Trump, but also uh, more broadly, what we're calling Trump World, which is the movement that he kind of harnessed and capitalized on to be able to propel himself into the White House. Uh, And, you know, Donald Trump's presidency was really unprecedented. Uh, in in our lifetimes, certainly, 
And the movement that he was able to harness uh, is not going anywhere. Uh, it, it's been here. It's going to remain here. And uh, what we show is that, you know, even though Donald Trump wasn't perfect, uh, he made a, a few very significant blunders. Unfortunately, he brought in uh, a fair number of deep state people with him. I don't believe he did that on purpose. But, I mean, if we're honest, we need to acknowledge that. And he made some very significant mistakes and concessions to the deep state. But ultimately, it's really encouraging news because if you look at what happened with uh, Donald Trump's presidency, you realize a few things. First of all, the media is lying and they've lost total control of the narrative. Uh, that's incredibly encouraging. Uh, you realize that there is a very significant number of Americans, probably 100 million or more, who still really love this country, who still value the principles that it was founded upon, who are not okay with what's been happening with the wokeness and the communism and the socialism and the move toward totalitarianism. Um, and, and honestly, I think the only way they were able to kick him out was using vote fraud. So we talk about that uh, in here as well, but it's a really valuable resource. We wanted to create a, a product that would be accessible to people who aren't kind of in the weeds like you and I, Chad, people who don't do this all day, every day, people who don't do this for a living, people who just kind of casually scan the news from time to time. We wanted to make this information accessible to the common man so that they would understand the significance of this and they would understand the nature of the battle that we're in right now, which uh, really we're, we're facing an existential threat to our nation, to our liberties, to our constitution. And uh, Trump world, as we call it, has the, the potential at least to reverse that trend and rescue this country. Trump world is the movement itself, and we're trying to uh, bring that back. How do we get Trump back in office? I do think he's going to run again. I think there's a good chance that Ron DeSantis could be his pick, or it could be somebody else. Is that what you want to see? What do you think about in 2024 and getting uh, hold of the White House again? Well, I, I think if we can restore election integrity, and there are many efforts right now all across the country at the state level and even at the local level to do this. Unfortunately, at the federal level, quite the opposite. They're trying to nationalize the elections unconstitutionally so they can cheat forever. Mm -hmm. um, but if we can get election integrity measures put in place in enough states, I think Donald Trump or somebody similar to Donald Trump, somebody who does value this country, somebody who is patriotic, who um, you know understands the biblical foundations of this country, at least at a basic level, uh, not only has the possibility of winning, but is almost guaranteed to win. Uh, you look at uh, the, the Biden administration's phony approval ratings, and even the fake media can't yeah. put a good spin on this. Even their own fraudulent numbers claim only a third of people support him. Uh, and, and I guarantee you the numbers are much more significant. You've got uh, the latest Rasmus and poll out yesterday, 56% of Americans believe that uh, fraud is what won the election in 2020 for the Democrats. So Americans are getting wise to this. Uh, you know, whether it's Trump who gets in in 2024 or somebody else, uh, you know, I, I think the important thing is to keep moving forward. Uh, I think part of the problem is that the presidency has become so powerful that it's like everything hinges on the presidential election. I know. So I think one of the things that Trump world has to understand is that we need to decentralize power. We need to put power back where it belongs at the state and the local level in the county sheriff so that really it won't be that big of a deal. If, if another creep uh, communist agent like Joe Biden happens to get elected by some fluke or some fraud, uh, it really won't be that big a deal. So I think 2022 is going to be a big indicator. We'll get a lot more insight into what's coming in 2024, whether some of this fraud will be dealt with, whether some of the criminals will be in jail. 
Um, you know, and, and then I think one of the big things that we're going to have to guard against, Chet, is the rhinos. Right. There are all over this country right now uh, countless people who sympathize with the revolution that they're trying to orchestrate in this country. People who really are radical Democrats who are running as Republicans and they know how to speak our language. They know how to go on the campaign trail and say, I want less taxes and I love America, even though all along they're waiting to stick the knife in our back. So right. we've got to be very careful in the primaries to make sure we're getting true conservatives, true people who love liberty and who identify with the Republican Party platform. And then we'll see what happens in 2024 i also would like to see uh trump back in in 2024 whether that happens or not or whether we get ron DeSantis or uh you know somebody else that would all be uh, wonderful but we really need to focus i think on bringing power uh back away from the white house and and doing it as the founders intended right the states have certain powers the feds have certain powers local governments have certain powers the congress and the courts and the presidency each have their sphere of influence but we've got to get back to our proper constitutional system uh and and i'm hoping that as we move forward here more and more americans who, who really rallied around trump uh, will understand these ideas and, and work on implementing them. Yeah, Alec, Alex Newman, the CEO of Liberty Sentinel and obviously uh, lead editor of New American Magazine. We're happy to have him with us again. You know, Alex, we had that win a few Wednesdays ago. Actually, the one in Virginia, everybody was keeping their eye on. The Republican gets in and he goes and puts the mandates. He sets the mandates into play. I'm like, here the guy is. He's on the campaign trail. You know he's a rhino, but you figured maybe he's smart enough to know not to push that envelope, but he does it anyway. So everything you're talking about is so true. You see Liz Cheney out there. She's beating the war drum uh, against uh, Trump and saying we don't get need to get back. I'll tell you one thing, Alex. The Republican Party is going to have to get used to the idea because Trump's going to be there. And they're going to need his money. And I know we're big tent, but it's not it's not working. And we should look at the election in Virginia and take heed from that, shouldn't we? Absolutely. And, you know, the, the election in Virginia, I think, is a perfect example of what I'm talking about. We have got to guard against rhinos. Uh, the guy who won the election in Virginia is a rhino. It should have been obvious from a mile away he was a rhino. The guy's a member of the Council on Foreign Relations for crying out loud. <laughs> I know. Uh, that's who Hillary Clinton said gives her her instructions about what she should be doing and how she should be thinking about the future. Uh, this is rhino and Democrat revolutionary central. Uh, he was also involved with the Carlisle Group, uh, funneling uh, resources, capital, technology over to the mass murdering communist Chinese. So this guy in Virginia was a clown. Uh, he knew what he had to say. He knew he had to talk to, to parents about the abominations going on in the schools. But you're right. As soon as he got in there right away, uh, you know, he starts appointing people that are radical liberals, people who have pronouns in their bios. I mean, give me a break. This is not what we need. We're better off with Democrats than with rhinos, because at least with Democrats, we know where they stand. They'll tell you, hey, we want to kill babies. We want to destroy your country. We want to take away all your rights and mandate all kinds of stuff and take away your guns. The rhinos, they're like the serpent, right? They, they lie to you. They deceive you. And so you think, oh, we're good. We voted for a Republican. And then the knife gets stuck in your back and you don't even know what hit you. I know. And, it, and you know, I do hear people that say, well, we had two choices. And I get that. If if we try hard enough, we can get to the point where we have the kind of candidates that we want statewide, not only uh, in the presidential election, but, you know, everything does start locally. And, and we got to get back to that somewhat in this party. Can you just tell everybody where they go check you out and where they look for that book of zine again? Yeah, well, thank you so much, Chet. Uh, if people want to get a copy of the book of Zine, and I encourage you to get one, uh, you can even use uh, the promo code 
Trump 25 AN, AN stands for Alex Newman. So Trump 25 AN, get a 25% discount. We'll ship it out to you right now. Go to Trump World. Trump, just like Trump, world, W-R-L-D, dot thenewamerican.com. That's trumpworld.thenewamerican.com. Uh, use that promo code TRUMP25AN for a 25% discount. We'll ship it off to you. And, uh, hey, it might even be a good Christmas present if you've got some uh, Trump-supporting family members. Uh, people can find me at thenewamerican.com. My personal website is libertysentinel.org. And then my work appears in a lot of different publications. And, of course, I've been a regular guest here. So thank you so much, Chad. Really appreciate it and look forward to chatting soon. Don't go anywhere. There's a lot more show to go, a lot more topics and more guests here on Freedom on Deck, 94.9 News Now, and stimulating talk, Fox News. Here in my car, I feel safest of all. I can lock all my doors, and this the only way to live in cars. Here in my car, I can hardly receive. I can listen to you. It's a cruel... Welcome back to Freedom on Deck, 94.9 News Now, and stimulating talk coming up next after this topic and discussion. Reggie Littlejohn will be on the program, uh, her monthly spot that she now does for Freedom on Deck, and um, really going to be talking about what's going on in China and a lot of the disgusting things that are being perpetrated by our government to prop China up. Yes, Joe Biden is indeed a paid employee of the CCP. I didn't hear much about this story, so I kind of wanted to hash it out with you guys. Uh, In an effort to score political points against her enemies, Thursday afternoon House Speaker Nancy Pelosi falsely blamed Trump supporters for the murder of Capitol Police Officer Billy Evans. Evans was killed on April 2nd, 2021 by a Nation of Islam and Louis Farrakhan devotee Noah Green. Green rammed his car into officers before he was shot. And as you can remember, and I'm sure maybe you guys remember it too, I remember when it happened. And I remember the fact that the media, just like Nancy Pelosi, was trying to place the blame on Trump supporters, of course, when they found out the hue of the individual's skin They just buried the story like they always do, the same way that they buried the story in Wisconsin of the black supremacists that went out on a murderous rampage. It's not surprising, CV, that Nancy Pelosi would stoop this low. What I'm surprised with is the fact that there weren't more people inside the Senate or inside uh, any of our body politics standing up and asking for her to make an apology towards the folks that were there peacefully that had nothing to do with a Farrakhan foul loyalist going out and murdering a police officer in the Capitol. And there were so many that Antifa and uh, Black Lives Matter movement have murdered, so many, so many police officers that they murdered that we can't even name them all. And she has to sit here and fabricate police officers that were uh, purportedly murdered by Trump supporters. Trump supporters don't murder police officers. No. That's a fact. And and Nancy Pollution also named Brian Sicknick, who died the next day after the protest of, a, of heart failure. And Howard Lieb, Liebengood and Jeffrey Smith were all suicided 
just days or months later, yep. uh, apparently for knowing too much, probably. I would and, guess. Uh, and maybe they were about to be whistleblowers. By the way, who is Ray Epps? And what about the women who were murdered on our side? One was named, uh, I think, Rose something. And the other one was Ashley Babbitt. And there was a third one, I believe. And uh, But the modern Druids in the Marxist American cult are declaring war on patriots when they cite January 6th as the date. We supposedly started it. No, 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 no. November 3rd was when they started it. You're right. And and we have every right to protest the steal, ladies and gentlemen. Every right, indeed. I think it's a great point that CV makes, Brian. They almost, aside from us trying to turn the election around uh, because they cheated, aside from the fact that there were uh, no, no good leftists inside that building that day, we want truth and justice. We're not out here to paint any political... Uh, nemesis, you could say, as 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 Hitler, but man, they sure are quick to do that to us, and they have in every single type of way. And if you weigh out all the people, whether they were police citizens or uh, you know what have you, that have been murdered throughout these countries with all these riots with Antifa and Black Lives Matter, the stack goes up to, to the ceiling. This this situation that happened at January sixth. The worst thing that happened was people got inside a building that they shouldn't have got in. That was it. And they were allowed to do that. And it was a setup job by the media to boot. Wait, wait, hold on. No, people got into a building that they are allowed to get into because that building is the people's house. That yes. is, we elect those scumbags to go into that building and supposedly to represent us. That is the people's house. That D.C. is the people's city. Not uh, and and let's be clear on something else that that I haven't heard too many people talk about. Let's be clear that it wasn't an insurrection because that was Americans and DC technically is foreign soil in this country. So it couldn't have been an insurrection because that was foreign soil and that house is the people's house. So don't give me all their crap. The only insurrection was the globalists inside of uh, the Washington Capitol. Uh, I think more of my point was, Brian and, and CV, that if they didn't want to let those people in, if they were indeed people trying to get in there with violent intentions, they would have never gotten into the building. So the, I, I think more case in point is that they perpetrated this on us. This was, this was something that was allowed to happen in order to spin a narrative, CV. Yeah. Well, you know, Ray Epps is on videotape. He's a an FBI operative wearing a Trump hat, telling everybody to go into the building and they, uh, they ushered them in there. Yes. Even Ashley Babbitt was followed by like a, a half a dozen police officers right behind her and she was climbing up a door or something and to go into a, uh, to go inside. It's like, well, if, if they didn't want her inside, why didn't the police pull her down instead of letting her stick her head through a window and get shot? I mean, they were like urging they were urging the protesters on into going into the building. But you cannot have an insurrection, as I said, without weapons. There were no weapons, so we weren't violent people there. 
And, uh, I mean, I didn't go into the building. I was outside waving a flag like the other million people. Uh, but I didn't see any violence whatsoever. And even uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene is, is calling it a riot. And every time she says that, like I'm on this chat board on the war room, I'm like, you know, uh, uh, MTG, I, you know, I respect you, but it was not a riot. It was a protest. Yeah, I, and, I've, know, I've seen her She was her hiding under too. a desk. She was inside the building hiding under a desk because the, uh, the, the, the Democrats were saying, Oh, they're coming in. They're going to get us. They're going to kill us. And so she believed it. Yeah, I think, you know, I think I've heard her say that as well. I think people get lost in using uh, this kind of terminology. I, I, I would be very surprised if she actually meant that in a way. Again. But then again, you never know. No, she says I mean, it all the time. She's, no, I, I like it. It's the only thing I disagree with her on, but I, I love her. But she, she's consistently calling January 6th a riot. You know, it's and sad, it, it too. It just bugs me. It bugs it, me. It, it should bug you, and it bugs me, too, and I'm sure. And, Brian, the sad thing is, you know, they're making patriotism a, an act of terror. That's what they, they well, yeah, pretty much yeah. are, are saying. Oh, if you, uh, n- n- nationalism, um, having American pride, all those things. You know, it, it's it's just funny how twenty short years makes uh, makes the difference. Be uh, you know, and Reagan was right, I guess, and maybe he was right only because he was an insider too. Um, you know, back in nine eleven, uh, when nine eleven happened, I mean. It, you were hard pressed not to see an American flag on every car that yeah. you drove past. I know. Yeah. You know what I mean? People were they were on every house, every car, every business, uh, on every street corner uh, because Americans came together when uh, when they believed that they were uh, you know attacked by terrorists, real terrorists. And I want everybody. And at- you know, here look at where we're at now. And CV, I want everybody to understand there's so much more that's happened under this administration. A failed pullout of Afghanistan, thousands of people still stuck overseas, uh, the economy crumbling, spying on the American citizen, all these terrible things where we should be investigating and we should be trying to make a dent on it, and, and the list goes on and on and on, and they're using the January 6th thing to deflect all that. I know they are. Yeah, and as I've always said, that stolen elections have consequences. And in this case, as uh, Bannon added his little twist to my my uh, <laughs> my quote, he says stolen elections have consequential uh, ramifications. You better sue him. Consequences. That's, that's fraud right there. I'll tell you what. Well, that I think that they do have consequences, but I also think that um, there's much more that we could do as far as fighting back and pushing back against this stuff. And I don't think people should be afraid of, uh, of a pushback. I think that that's what this country was built off of. I mean, you know, it's just maddening to me to think that there are so many little Marxists and little socialists out there that think that America is bad. America's not inherently bad. America's inherently good. Yes, we've had our problems and we've fixed those problems, but this problem hasn't been fixed and we do need to fix it. Listen, we got uh, Reggie Little John on the line right now. We're going to come back with her and then finish the show up. Don't go anywhere. Freedom on deck on 94.9 News Now and Stimulating Talk.
Welcome back to Freedom on Deck, 94.9 News Now, and stimulating talk, of course. The first show of the new year, and we're happy to be here in 2022 with you and all our wonderful guests and our regular guests, especially on today's program to kick off the new year. On with us right now is the president of Women's Rights Without Frontiers, pro-life advocate, one of our favorite voices to bring on the program. We're talking about Reggie Little John. Reggie, how are you? Happy New Year. I'm doing Happy New Year, Chet. I'm doing great. How are you? I'm pretty good. Now, uh, we're getting into 2022 and we're talking about these winter games and there have been protests. It's been around the globe right now and there are people taking a stand against the Beijing Winter Olympics. Unfortunately, as we see, the statement that was put out by President Joe Biden and by the United States in uh, accompanying with Joe Biden is that they will not be protesting the winter games. Now, I know you have, you know, you're a champion for the for those who have been treated we'll just say that there's mostly a genocide going on in China. Were you expecting more from the Biden administration? How disappo- disappointed are you in that decision and how bad will this further us with relationships around the country? Well, okay. So, I'm not that disappointed in the Biden administration because I had very low ex- expectations. Yeah. Okay. But I, I, I am disappointed in the decision to only do a diplomatic boycott. We have been advocating since almost this time last year that because the, the, the Chinese communist party has been officially designated as committing genocide by both the uh, Trump administration and the Biden administration that the Olympics should be moved. Okay, the, 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 the athletes should not be forced to compete on soil that is running with the blood of of genocide, to say nothing of the fact that the Chinese Communist Party has, by their own old estimate, has prevented 400 million lives, th- mostly through forced abortion and forced sterilization under the one child policy, which is now the three child policy. We've seen the atrocities they've been committing more recently in Hong Kong, uh, Tibet. Southern Mongolia, uh, just detaining dissidents. And, and then with, when you say genocide, that word just sort of sounds like just a, a word. But what it means is that the Chinese Communist Party is trying to destroy in whole or in part the people of Xinjiang. And they're doing it through forced abortion, forced sterilization, even infanticide, and systematic gang rape and torture, forced labor, interning at least one and possibly three million Uyghurs um, in in what amounts really to concentration camps, removing children from their families. I mean, it's, 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 it's beyond the Western imagination to think of what's going on there. And it's, it's, it's a travesty that the, um, that the International Olympics Committee even gave China the Olympic Games for, the, for Beijing 2022. Um, and it's also a travesty that when we started saying, look, <laughs> we now have an official genocide determination, we have to move these games, that the world just basically didn't listen. So yes, I'm very disappointed. Yeah, it's it, that's what bothers me the most too, Reggie Littlejohn on the line with us. It's the, f- the fact that we're on the wrong side of history 
And uh, this administration obviously is pro-CCP. There's no doubt about it. It just is what it is, and I, I really don't care if anybody on the left likes that or they don't like it. It's the truth, and the fact is we're green-lighting the games in the Winter Olympics to be held in Beijing under basically what we could compare to as Adolf Hitler's Germany back in the 30s, and we know how that turned out. This is the same thing. I mean, and, and the sad part about it is you're right. When we say genocide, people kind of just roll their eyes and say, oh, well, it's just another talking point of the right to say that we're going through a genocide. But we are, and the fact of the matter is the deaths have not gone down. They've gone up, whether it's the religious minority Minorities, whether they're organ harvesting, whether they're talking about the Falun Gong, these are atrocities. And this administration, and now in front, our country is basically saying that's okay, Reggie. Well, that's right. Now, so, see, this is the thing: I, the diplomatic boycott is not enough. It should be a full boycott. And I really admire Ennis Cantor Freedom, um, the basketball player at Boston Celtics, who's call, who, who is, who, he, he's putting his own career on the line because he could easily, his contract is only a year. He could easily be not renewed for taking a strong stand against, you know, a, 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 against um, the Olympics. And he's calling for other athletes to just take a strong stand. All it would take would be one athlete to say, you know what? I'm not going to do this because of the genocide, but there's a whole nother aspect to this Chet beyond the genocide, which is actually the health and safety of our athletes. So something that has come out is that on December 23rd and extending up to today, as far as I know, um, there is a lockdown in the large city in China called Xi'an, X-I-A-N, I-A-N, Xi'an. Um, a lot, it's a very big tourist, um, travel place okay. anyway they've totally locked it down because of a corona a major coronavirus outbreak and they are forcing people to quarantine in buildings to the extent that people are not getting enough food like they're not getting food there's, there's an article here um from the daily mail uh called, says starving that's the word they use starving residents of quarantine chinese city desperately barter electronics for food so if somebody be willing to give up their iphone for you know a bag of potatoes or something wow. um and so that's one epidemic and then the other epidemic they have another epidemic um that's going on of the hunter virus which can cause something called hemorrhagic fever which is a condition that is just as nasty as it sounds so they've got a double epidemic going on there um you know <laughs> I don't know that our athletes would even be safe going over to China at this point. Did you say the hunter virus? Is that what it is? No, no, hunter, hunter virus. Oh, okay. Hunter virus, it's like I think it's H U N T A, and it and it, it is spread by rodents. Okay. Right? All, right. All right. And and they're having an epidemic of that, and that's that is very serious. I mean, well, I was about to say thing. that would be a weird thing, the hunter virus. I'm just going to make a bad joke about Hunter Biden, but um. Oh no. <laughs> But the note, and these are things that people don't know. What's going on right now uh, in Beijing is uh, that you're absolutely right. There's there's situations where these athletes could go there, get sick, and bring it home, or worse, get stationed there, not be able to come home. These are worries too. The um, and I think more beyond anything, and I'm not a big fan of Charles Lane who penned something for the Washington Post, but I agree with him here, and, I, and I'll give him a little bit of credit here. He said boycott NBC and, and boycott any company out there that's sponsoring the Olympics and don't watch. I think that's true. We can't just boycott the Olympics themselves. We have to boycott anyone and everyone that is behind this, Reggie. 
and that's profiting from it. Okay, they're profiting from yes. it, and I and I and I agree with that. And another thing that people can do is to is, and I'm asking you, please do this: is to go onto our website. It's it's, it's genocidegames.org. That's genocidegames.org. Genocidegames.org. Okay. Okay. And on there, number one, you can sign a petition, and number two. We're going to be hosting a bunch of events between now and the Olympics and during the Olympics. Good. So we're going to be hosting like an on time, uh, an online protest where you can get memes to post on Twitter, um, and 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 alternative things to do. Like for example, during the opening ceremonies, you know, we will are going to try to provide something else for people to do. Like in other words. Um, instead of watching NBC's presentation of the opening ceremonies in Beijing, you can go to genocidegames.org and, and watch whatever we decide to, to present. I think it's going to probably be victims talking about what they have suffered at the hands of the mm. Chinese Communist Party. So it's not going to be as beautiful. It's not going to be as glitzy. You're not going to see fireworks on our website, but you are going to learn the truth about the, the atrocities that are being committed by this totalitarian regime. It's true empowerment. The truth is the empowerment. And Reggie Littlejohn, you guys have been providing that. We're so happy to have you on the program. Unfortunately, we are running out of time. Let everybody know where the site is, where they go, and where you'd like them to go and check everything out. Okay, so my my website for my organization is womensrightswithoutfrontiers.org, but then we are co-sponsor of genocidegames.org. So let me just say this. Genocidegames.org is hard to find if you use Google because I think it's being suppressed. I think it's being shadow banned. Mm. So you should go on Bing or Yahoo or something like that and just and put in quotes genocidegames.org and you can find it. Um, but it's definitely there. If you can't find it, just sh just change your, your um, search engine. And we'll put it right up for any of our listeners right now that want to look oh, at it. And go, go through social media or go right on freedomondeck.com and we'll put it out there. Reggie, thank you so very much. We'll have you on again very soon and keep doing what you're doing. I'll make sure that I'm there watching because I certainly won't be watching the Winter Games in Beijing. Okay, thank you so much, Chet. God bless really everybody. That was Reggie Littlejohn on the program, one of our great regulars to the show. we got a lot more show to go right here, 94.9 News Now and Stimulating Talk, Fox News. You dirty, rotten bastard, always almost gone. You're almost gone It turns me on It turns me on It turns me Back to Freedom on Deck, 94.9 News Now and Stimulating Talk. All right, conservatives and supporters of former President Donald Trump are angry with social media platform Getter and their new communications director who has been critical of former President Donald J. Trump while backing Democrats such as Hillary Clinton and Barack Obama. Getter bills itself as a free speech oriented anti-cancel culture was launched by Trump's former top spokesman, Jason Miller, and other allies. Ebony Bowden, Getter's new spokeswoman, 
and a former reporter for the New York Post and the Australian Brad Broadcasting Corporation, expressed a taste for distaste for some of Trump's actions and policies over the past few years. Bowden also said that she was upset that Trump had won the election, saying in 17 that she wanted to live in an alternate universe where she, Hillary Clinton, became president. All right, so this is uh, Getter, which I don't know much about. I understand it as what they just described in there as a free speech type of platform and social media where people can get together. Uh, I thought this was interesting because this kind of shows you the issue that we're having with social media, period. If you start filling it with leftists, it's just going to turn into Facebook all over again. It's just going to turn into Twitter all over again. That's simply as easy as it comes. It's already bad enough that the uh, what I call the housing, which would be online Google and online uh, the Apple Store to get your app, app out there and to perform right, now you have people you're putting into these important roles that are insane leftists. Somebody that says, I want to live in an alternative universe where Hillary Clinton is the president. I, I, why would I want to join a social media group like that, Brian? Um, let's me. see. Uh, um, and Getter's not the only one, by the way. I'm I'm trying to come up with I'm I'm drawing a blank. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, you wouldn't. Nobody would. Why would you? Listen, I, I have a hard time with all these social media platforms because I think I mean some of them I believe are are used by our government and NSA to to spy on us. It's Facebook is one of them that's proven. You know. Yes. And yeah. and and then and then the other ones, you know, you you just really don't know. You know what I mean? There's been so many that have come and gone. You know, know these the the these fad kind of uh, social media platforms. Yep. Parlor, um, parlor, right? Parlor. Um, what was the other one? I can't think of it off the top of my head. But there were so many. You know, uh, back when you know after the Gab. election, especially yeah, Gab, especially right after the election. But the point is, is that um, they're all controlled by the media. Right. So, like you said, by Google and, and, and Apple. So, in order to get on as an app, you have to play the Google and Apple game anyway. So, exactly. if you don't fall in line with their um, with their security and with their silencing procedures, you know, because if anybody does anything or says anything that's offensive, you know, you have to agree to those terms when you're becoming an app. So, they're, they're all in on it. Yeah, I agree. CV, uh, President Trump actually has one that he's developing as well. I was reading about that. Getter, um, I don't know as much about. You're a little more in tune with with these uh, social media that's going away from Facebook and Twitter. And I think a lot of it is conservatives want to have an avenue where they can speak freely. And I understand that. But this is not a good look. You can't litter it with these leftists that are that that are controlling the message. Well, I don't know. It's it's uh, it's a mixed message in in my opinion because uh, the only thing I see that's leftist about Getter is uh, this this e Ebony Bowden. But maybe she's uh, been red pilled. Who knows? But in reality, though, Getter is like the alternative to Twitter. You have people who were banned on Twitter, banned off of YouTube, banned off of Facebook. Like Tom Tommy Robinson is on Getter. Uh, Ga uh, Gavin McGinnis, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to join his platform. I think it's called Censored, Censored TV. I'm definitely going to sign up for that. Um, and and uh, Joe Rogan just just joined Getter recently. Mm. He had Dr. Malone on. Uh, very very critical of the vaccine mandates. Yeah. And and uh, and and uh, Dr. Malone told Joe Rogan about Getter. Now Joe Rogan's on Getter. Mm-hmm. So now like a million new uh, Getter users joined Getter because Joe Rogan did. Tulsi Gabbard is on there. You know, Get- Getter is pretty good. The only thing I don't like about Getter is that they have this like this badge thing, which is like equivalent to Twitter's check mark, where if you're a celebrity, the algorithms favor you. Well, if you're a celebrity, you're already favored. You're already going to draw in more viewers to your content because you have a name. So why do you have to have an added boost of ha- uh, of a check mark or a badge or something? Yeah. It's, it makes the it makes the playing field lopsided, and it's not fair for your average. American, I, I wish they would get rid of that. That's my only complaint. Yeah, and I, I, you know, Ryan, maybe it, maybe it is something that has to develop. Maybe ten years, fifteen years down the line, I might say, you know what? It, back when they started this, I didn't realize it was going to take this turn, and it was a good thing. And I'm sure that uh, that that they're trying to get the platform more attention, uh, but. I don't, you know, this type of attention, and and maybe CV's right about about this woman. Maybe she has been red pilled, but um, I just think, and I don't want to keep anybody with a different political viewpoint off. That's not my point. Yeah, my point yeah. is, it, it, her comments are so extreme that it worries me. I guess right yeah. because it, it, you know these, you know, you don't contribute to Barack Obama's campaign and Hillary Clinton's campaign and then get red pilled on yeah, 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 on, on on so, on the fact that the media is censoring people when you are a journalist and work for the media, you know right. what I mean? So I don't know. I, I, I'm not, I'm not buying it. Uh, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not taking her snake oil. Let's say, um, well, you yeah. know, Jason Miller was a, was a, um, you know, worked in the Trump administration mm. as an advisor. Yeah. Yeah. So and there was a lot. Of, of, he started Getter. Yeah. And there yeah. was a lot of people that were in the Trump administration that got fired, too. <laughs> so, I yeah. mean, that doesn't mean anything either. I think I think if you if I was going to put any stock in any platforms um, because of the way that Trump has been treated and the way that everyone is against him because he is trying to do things to turn this country around. I'll wait for Truth Social to come out. Yes. Yes. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, me, too. I think um, there's a lot of good points that Brian brings up there and probably the reason that. Uh, this 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 woman was hired because is because she has the right background for this type of work. I'm assuming that that's why she got the job. Um, it would help me and anybody else out there if she would make a statement. And I guess that's kind of the conundrum I'm in with something like Getter is that you know I I want something to work and I don't want something to be turned against us again. That's what ticks me off because. I know that with with you, Brian, and with UCV and people that are like minded like us, we don't want to keep the other side from getting through. But we d- also what I worry about is every time they do, we they don't. end they end up doing the direct opposite to us. They don't have the same type of uh, viewpoint of having two different points of discussion, three different points of discussion. They want to wipe us out, and that's what worries me. I guess. 
you know. Well, you know, the yeah. only thing that the only thing that gives power to Twitter and Facebook are the people who subscribe to it. I think all patriots should quit Twitter and quit Facebook. Uh, it makes me sick that I still look at YouTube, but then I have to remind myself, all right, well, I'm only looking at the good content, you know, that's, yeah. that's still left, but they, but YouTube really did boot a lot of great conservative content off their platform. That, so it makes me sick that I still use them. Well, yeah. And I, if you, and if you silence the other side, you know, the other thing about that is that there is no discussion. So what are you going to do? What are you going to do? You're going to discuss with like-minded people. What? I know. Beat a, beat a dead horse into right. the ground because you all right. agree. You know, right. I want to yeah. debate. I want. I want to tell the other side why they why they are wrong. <laughs> I guess. You know I, I, I mean? guess it would just be. I would like yeah. the same treatment that that you and and CV said. Like let's let's have the discussion. But they don't do that. They try to find something that you may have said in in uh, you know post from a year ago and, and get you deplatformed. I mean, this is the way these people work. They're sick people. Don't go anywhere. Freedom on deck. Welcome back to Freedom on Deck, 94.9 News Now. And on the line is one of our all-time great regulars, the host of Swoop's World, which you can find on any of the major podcasting channels, including our radio. We're talking about Swoop himself. Swoop, how are you, sir? And Happy New Year. A few stories that I wanted to go over, and it's just, it's not so much what they did that I'm upset about this. It's the way that they behave. And we're talking about the one and only Eric Swalwell, who's famous for uh, cutting loose on CNN, so to speak, and, uh, and uh, you know, releasing gases for the masses on the uh, liberal channel of CNN, and also AOC, who was caught in a Miami shindig without her mask on. She was recorded and then gets upset when she's called out for it. Now, here's the the absolute lunacy of the left swoop. She gets upset. She's out in public with multiple people around her, not wearing a mask. So she goes online to talk to her supporters by herself in her apartment wearing a mask. Now, this is the absolute strangest thing I can imagine anybody doing, but but I guess I shouldn't be surprised. These people, they don't base any of the things that they do on science. They base it on, is it good? Is it is it what's going to be accepted by the media? It means nothing to them. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, it's interesting you say that because... Look, I can care less. If you want to wear a mask, wear a mask. If you don't want to wear a mask, don't wear a mask. But when you sit there and you make these mandates and you you come across and you and you, and you chastise people for not wearing masks and stuff like that, and then you go somewhere where people live free and and, and go out there and party and, and walk around without your mask after you've you know locked down your 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 community and your your uh, neighborhoods, uh, you know the hypocr- the hypocrisy in that is amazing but then they do stupid things like you said they be in a room by themselves and put on a mask right i see some of these see all these people give uh, news conferences and they'll they'll be standing there with eight other people and they're all have masks on 
and then I'll take two steps forward, which puts them about four feet away from the people they were standing next to, take off their mask and talk in front of the microphone right. in front of the camera. So, you know, they, they talk about uh, follow the science and what science is, are they, are they following and what, what are they basing their, their statistics on? Anyway, in a lot of these really super lockdown states like California and New York and stuff, they've fared no better, no better than any place else, with, even with all these crazy ass, uh, sorry, crazy lockdowns. Uh, so it, it, you, when they do these things, you have to kind of sit back, chat and go, you know, what's behind this. And it yeah. basically is, I do what I want. You do what we tell you to do. You know, and and it's sort of, and you can say that uh, on radio, so don't worry about that. Didn't have to, didn't have to nine second check you there, Swoop. But it's the, <laughs> it's, it's the madness that she's out in a group with no mask on, and then goes and records by herself with one on. It's just, it, I don't understand where these people, where they think they're they're coming from. Do they ex- are they poking the bear? Do they mean to do this? Is this a lapse in judgment? Is this just their stupidity? And when they get caught with it, you know, it would have made sense to me if I was AOC or if I was Eric Swalwell. I would have said I had a lapse in judgment. It was wrong. I shouldn't have been out without my mask. If that's really what they believe in and it's really what they base their uh, outlook and the science and all this whole thing then that's what they would say but they didn't and that shows me that they don't believe any of it of course not they don't believe it they don't believe it and that's you know the, the biggest problem uh, chet is is what happens is, is they get people that support them to buy into buy into their nonsense okay right uh, and, and it's nonsense that you know and I know and anybody with half a brain watching what they do, watching their actions can tell you they don't believe. But they like having control. And so what you see now is you'll see you'll see people out by themselves, jogging by themselves, driving in a car by themselves, oh wearing a mask because they bought into all this stuff that people like Swalwell and, and AOC have told them to do and, and preach to them, yet they don't abide by that themselves. We've seen it with them all. We, we saw the same thing with uh, uh, the Cuomo brothers. You yes. Know, when they, you know, they, they, we, saw, we, we saw it with uh, uh, Gavin Newsom. You know, and, you know, he locked down California, and then he goes out to French Laundry with 80 of his closest friends. Nobody's wearing masks. They're all inside having a great time. So they tell you what to do. They do what they want to do. There was a story, and I, I don't know if you saw this or not, there was a supermodel that was on an airplane, and she got upset with this elderly gentleman because he took his mask off and was eating the airplane food that, that he had been given. He had his mask. She ends up uh, punching him square in the nose. I don't know if you saw this or, or not, Swoop. But she ends up accosting and attacking this guy. The guy's elderly. He did have a mask. He wasn't wearing because he was eating. And um, this was all caught on camera. I believe she was arrested temporarily, but this is the other part of it. These people are unhinged. I mean, you're talking about accosting somebody because they don't have a mask on while they're in an airplane eating their food? Well, then don't get on the airplane. Well, you know what, Chad? Here's the the thing. I did see that. And And the entire time she's screaming about him wearing a mask, she didn't have her mask. Right, exactly. So, <laughs> these people, uh, you know, <laughs> I've heard somebody say they're 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 the they're the kid that grew up that never had, never had uh, was able to do whatever they wanted to do, and now yep. we've armed them. Now now they now they can police everybody else, and they can run around telling people to put their mask on and attack people 
you know, and then she and she's a, some kind of B lister, uh, you know, yeah, yeah, or other, right? Uh, but you know, these people who, who come across like they're in control of what what you do, um, they, you know, they don't like what you what you you know, put your mask on, woman, and sit down if that's what you care about. Here's a man. I mean, he hasn't even violated the, the airline rules. The airline says you could, you know, when you're eating and drinking, you can pull your mask down. And he had his mask. Yeah, and my understanding is, because of the systems that are on airplanes, they're probably the safest place to be with a group of people because of the way the filtration system works. Yes. But that, that's not the point here. The point is, is you got somebody here who takes it upon herself to police one one older gentleman on the plane. I'm sure there was other people there that had their masks down and were eating too. But she's screaming and hollering, and she's spitting his face, and she doesn't have her mask on. So what... Where's the rationale behind these people? That's what it is. We have irrational people making these decisions and going off of what they're being taught on CNN and MSNBC. But it's only for us, not for them. They they don't have to abide by the rules that they put out. It's just, it's really the same thing. And what she did is the same thing that AOC did. Of course, AOC didn't get violent. But the point of the matter is they want to put this on us but but they don't have any of the same rules and the the jurisdiction that they set down with these mask mandates and all this ridiculous stupid uh, rules that they make up for us. They don't have to abide by the same thing, Swoop, and that shows you that it's absolute BS. One hundred percent. And you know, if you if you look if you look a little deeper into some of the things that uh, even AOC and and Swalwell, what were their responses? There was, like you said, if they would have had a, the response that you suggested, <clears throat> then I might believe that they actually believe it. Her response was, "Oh, this is I'm being attacked by people who want to date me." His response was, "Well, I was drinking coffee and and, and playing with my kid and meeting with uh, uh, some head of state from somewhere else." Yeah, I saw the pictures of him and the head of state. They're sitting yeah. in the hotel lobby about four feet away from each other. Neither one of them is wearing a mask. Like I said, I don't care whether you want to wear a mask or not, but don't preach, you know, don't preach that this is what we have to do and then don't do it yourself. And they're the ones that get everybody fire started and attacking people like that woman did on the plane. That's the sad part. And you know what's even worse? You know what's even worse? These are the same people that demonize DeSantis and de- demonize the people living in Florida. Yep. Talk about, well, you know, how dangerous Florida is. If it's so friggin' dangerous, why would you take your kid to Florida? Why that's a good point. Both of that had... boyfriend to Florida. That's a know? good point. And they both happened in Florida, so it shows me that actually maybe DeSantis is right and they know it. Oh, of course they know it. Right. I, mean, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know how true this is, but uh, there, was, there was something came out in a news report a couple of weeks ago that Pelosi bought a house in Florida or is trying to buy a house in Florida. So these people who talk about how horrible that state is and how dangerous that state is and how, uh, you know, if you go there, if you live there, you're going to die, that the governor's going to kill you. Yeah. Boy, they sure, they sure rushing to, to get there and spend their vacations there and spend their livelihood there. I don't need to le- hear from a lawmaker that's located in San Francisco about how dangerous a place is. <laughs> <laughs> you can't walk down the street without t- stepping in human feces. It's like ridiculous. All right, on that, on that, on that note, Swoop, tell everybody where they go and find the show, please. Absolutely, go to swoopsroll.com or you can just find us on Facebook or Twitter. And uh, Chet, it's always a pleasure to talk to you. Thanks a lot, brother. I love having you on, Swoop, man. We're going to continue. This year is going to be bigger and better than ever, and I appreciate you being on the show. Awesome. God bless everybody. That's the one and only. 
Swoop from Swoop's World, make sure you go to any of the major podcasting, broadcasting channels, and you can check them out right there. We have a lot more show to go right here on 94.9 News Now and Stimulating Talk. Don't you dare go anywhere. Welcome back to FOD, 94.9 News Now and Stimulating Talk. Mean Chet Martin, the New Hampshire redneck, Brian Bro. I keep saying Long Island. I got I to gotta keep in mind that Brian is in a, uh, a better state right now, so to speak. Uh, the Fearless One, C.V. Burton. And um, let's just get into this because I really want to point some of the transgressions that the Biden administration has been caught up with, especially deflecting. And I think that's important. Uh, former President Donald J. Trump, who is our current president here on Freedom on Deck, uh, on Thursday responded to President Biden holding him responsible for the incidents exactly one year earlier during January the 6th. Here's what Trump said. Biden is working hard to try to deflect the incompetent job that he's doing and has done on the horrible Afghanistan withdrawal, surrender, the borders being open, COVID, inflation, loss of energy independence, and much more, Trump said in an email from his Save America PAC. Everything he touches turns to a failure. So the email came about an hour after Biden, in a nationally televised speech inside the U.S. Capitol building, said Trump tried to prevent the peaceful transfer of power. Now, Brian, I think that that's a, a, a President Trump making these comments are so apropos right now for me because what Joe Biden's doing when he keeps ginning up no, uh, January six keeps. Uh, placing the blame on Donald J. Trump, keeps placing the blame on anyone besides himself, anybody that's against him and his administration, which he's a puppet working for the CCP. It goes to show you that he knows that he is not a popular man right now, and the only thing that they have is to try to sink their claws into trashing Donald J. Trump because they see the writing on the wall. Yeah, they know that he, listen, America knows that this guy is a joke. There isn't a person that I don't talk to, even people that probably won't admit that they voted for him, that are like, yeah, he's a disaster. He's a he's a disaster. Now, that's not to say that people are going to run out and vote, um, you know, wholeheartedly for Donald Trump and that everybody is going to run away from Biden, but... If they realistically think that they're going to put Biden up against Trump in this and that he's going to run for re-election, they know <laughs> it is going to be a disaster. So they're trying to do anything they can to discredit Trump because they know they can't do anything to bolster Biden. You get what I'm saying? This, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I agree with you. And CV, um, the point in which what Brian's saying is – 
look at Trump. He didn't have the back pocket of the media. He had a great, great, I mean, by the time Trump left office, his approval rating was sky high. And now, and, yeah. and you're telling me this bumbling joke that has a approval rating, I think that's like 40 right now, and on the downward turn, this, this is the guy that they don't want to reelect, you know? I think it's like I think he's got like an approval like twenty eight percent among independents. It's bad. It's bad. Uh, but to Brian's point, uh, I have firsthand experience. That it's not just the the leftist uh, politicians on the hill. It's also leftist in our hometowns and in our banks. Because I was in the bank the other day, and this uh, old man was saying. Oh, the bastard thinks he's coming back, too. And uh, where are the assassins? We need an assassin. Because they feel like they have to assassinate him because they know he's going to win. And, God, they're just fine. And as the guy was leaving, I said, they're sick. I said, let's they're go, sick. Brandon. He's like, what's Brandon? And I was like, look it up. And anyway, and, and, and Trump said, um, he also said that America is a laughing stock of the world. And it's all because the real insurrection, was, which took place on November 3rd, but this is an election year and MAGA Republicans should get elected and work with me to fix the horror that Joe Biden and the Democrats have brought us. Never forget the crime of the 2020 presidential election. Never give up. And and that's and he's he's hitting it right on the money because they are using they, they created this uh, narrative of this January 6th insurrection thing mm-hmm. in order to obscure the fact that they did steal the election on November 3rd. Right. And everyone knows exactly. it, including they. They themselves know it. And they're still doing it now. I mean, I mean we're talking about uh, J- January 6th was, you know, in the rearview mirror. They're still doing the same thing now. We've got a president, Brian, right now that has totally been a disaster as far as the open borders coming through, uh, child sex trafficking, uh, you know, drugs are back up to a higher level than we've seen on Long Island and throughout the country when it was uh, Jeff Sessions and Donald J. Trump that made a, uh, a good dent in what was going on here on these uh, on Long Island. And you have this bumbling idiot up there just continuing to, to blame Donald Trump. Donald Trump was doing a good job with COVID. Donald Trump was doing a good job on the border. Donald Trump was doing a good job on making a dent in the jobless areas in the inner city, the black community and the Spanish community. This guy's a disaster. This guy has people that if they want to get offered a job, they say, no, I'd rather stay home. I'm going to make more money that way. It's clear that Joe Biden, the puppet Joe Biden, is doing everything for Barack Hussein O'Jarrett. And it's just to push America off the cliff over the big wins that we had because of Donald J. Trump. And that's why they're doing this now. Well, listen, Donald Trump and all these globalists knew that with Donald Trump in power in America, that it was going to derail their Agenda 2030 and Agenda 21 and Agenda 2050 narrative because he wasn't going to play along with those guys. Donald Trump was about making America great again. He was about bringing about change for this country and her people. And he did those things. I mean, he was the first president that I've ever been alive for that actually 
came through with the promises he made. Yes, yes. And they absolutely. knew they knew there was no great reset with Donald Trump in the way. Absolutely. The only way they were getting their great reset and their build back worser is by having a puppet in place in America. And that's the only way you're going to take down America. And because if America is in the place where Donald Trump was sending it, there was no great reset. No, absolutely. And CV, you know, Donald Trump, Donald J. Trump, the president, represents us that's what they see when they look at that they say to themselves oh my god they put him in despite all the uh obstacles that we laid out in front of him and in front of them they still managed to get him elected and that's why they went with this crazy vote scam which actually they got away yep. with it yep and i i want to address the sarapuses who pretend to be maga uh who are trying to blame trump for pushing the vaccines a Trump is against mandates of any kind. So nice try and B what the heck would you have done if you were the president of the United States and a so-called pandemic came along, probably a bioweapon. You don't know what to do. They're telling you millions of people are going to die. And he wanted to create a vaccine in Trump time. You remember he was also talking about hydrochloroquine and Evermectin way before he was talking about vaccines. And they were trying to shut him down. Oh, no, they were laughing at him. Oh, you can't have hydrochloroquine. Oh, that's that's too risky. Oh, you can't have this and that. He goes, all right, well, let's then, then come up with a vaccine. But you better do it in Trump time because we don't want millions of people to die. So, like, anybody would have done the same thing. But he was never, ever, ever for mandates. He was He was against mask mandates. He was against vaccine mandates. He's against all kinds of mandates because he stands for the Constitution of the United States and the freedom for which this country stands. Got about one minute left, Brian. I know everything that CV said is true. And the winning combination that Trump had of putting America first, shutting down the southern border, not allowing these miscreants and monsters to come on American soil while we were dealing with COVID. That's that's all been changed. That's all been pushed back by Joe Biden. That's all right. 2024 is coming. And ladies and gentlemen, get out there. Vote for Donald Trump again. You know what? Let's let's bust their algorithms a second time. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. 110%. And, you know, we'll be there waving the American flag and waving the Trump flag along with you guys. We're, we're here for the long haul. We always said that was the main object, objective of this show was to get Donald J. Trump elected. And we were happy to see it happen once. We got to see it happen a second time now. And I'm sorry that's the way it is because I would have loved for us to put him back in without these cheaters. But that didn't happen. But we will talk to you same freedom time, same freedom station, Freedom on Deck, 94.9 News Now and Stimulating Talk. Adios, America. Adios.